Here we go, aka Patters. A long time coming. Uh, this was a movie. Uh, we're talking Black Widow. Thank you for joining me. We, we're just like still knee deep in the 31 Days of Dread, but holy crap, I wanted to enact revenge on my rollout this month. Uh, I feel like I feel like I'm there because uh, after this, we're going to do our first uh, Netflix miniseries, horror miniseries. We, we got uh, almost like back to back to back Netflix horror miniseries wrapping up the 31 Days of Dread, but we're talking. We're talking something important, and here's here's why Black Widow is important. It has nothing to do with how we're selling the movie within the press, okay? It has nothing to do with a girl, a woman, a superhero. Like, none of those buzz words or buzz headlines or clickbait stuff, nothing to do with that. This really has to do with the grind of rolling out regular content if you're an individual like myself or a bigger company you need adversity you need enemies you have to have a plight you have to have a position and and there almost like needs to be a struggle and this is the tribalism that comes up through entertainment and culture and black widow it's it's beyond me that Black Widow would ever be like knocked or criticized for being a female-centric movie. It's beyond me to why it would be marketed as that. I, I believe marketing-wise, that means nothing. Knowing the emotional connection, the visceral connection, the visual connection that a lot of people have with ScarJo portraying Black Widow. Now, no one had any connection at all in the Black Widow within the comics. Black Widow always, always was a D-list, like, bottom-tier character that no one ever gave a crap about. We have to be clear with that. But the Marvel Cinematic Universe comes in, gives us these realistic interpretations. They put these actors in positions enough for everyone to kind of grab like grab onto them and what i mean about they put them in positions enough it's like you know look hawkeye didn't quite land in thor right like <laughs> maybe didn't quite land too well in avengers but the more we saw of hawkeye the more we liked them and black widow and scar joe from Iron Man 2 all the way up to Endgame and this movie, it's very much the same thing. No one like came out of Age of Ultron wanting that Black Widow Bruce Banner relationship to get rekindled. <laughs> no one really cared. But we see like emotions, we see uh character blips and, and all these things are identifiable. It's us holding a mirror up to ourselves. We identify with it immediately. And their, their end grows that connection. So Black Widow comes out and it's 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 really like a day late in the buck short. This was a movie a lot of people think, a lot of people believe, should it came out a long time ago. Now, I don't, I'm fine with never getting a Black Widow movie. They put this movie in the chronological order, uh, you know, in somewhat a confusing spot. It's post-Civil War. So Black Widow has, like, some amazing, amazing journey 
she, <laughs> she goes through like multiple Avenger Wars, goes through Civil War, uh, completely collapses her own institution that created her, and then goes into Infinity War and Endgame. It's like, what the heck? But again, uh, and thus the lives of superheroes. And I believe, I've seen this movie about three times, and I believe this movie is, it's straight up there, it's straight up entertaining. Uh, the movie uh, takes itself seriously, it doesn't uh, sell anything short. It delivers a handful of new characters. Now, when I say new characters, I don't mean characters created specifically for the movie. I just mean it's new characters from the Marvel comic book universe that they're just relabeling. Uh, they get a couple things out of, you know, like from the drawings and from the comics. And you, you slap them together and it's like you have, ooh, it's Taskmaster. Ooh, it's Red Guardian. Ooh, it's another Black Widow. And look, all of that's fine because these stories have to continue. But also, getting back to some of my original point is because there's this need to constantly bash and report. Okay, this has destroyed film conversation, film criticism. Black Widow, again, get it gets caught up in this. Now, this would be the same type of cycle for Star Wars if Star Wars had more of a regular rollout. This is why when Star Wars does something, it's so it's just magnified right now. The Marvel the fault of the Marvel Cinematic Universe with the current like news cycle, just the way how we absorb information now, it's that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is so consistent with its product. It's a part of a non-stop regular conversation. And what people don't want. They say they don't want it. It's questionable if they really care. But they don't want things in the Marvel Cinematic Universe to go woke. And this directly goes into the Eternals. Because when this movie came out. If you're listening to one side. You would think Black Widow was a horrible disaster. Uh, It's a movie you throw up in your mouth. If you listened to one side you thought that about Shang Chi and we're seeing it unravel and we're seeing it happen right now in real time with the Eternals and it really begs me begs me to question how anyone is looking at the quality of any of this stuff because we're look we're going to get SJW we're going to get these woke um parts in these movies, that's just going to happen. It's not going to go away. The marketing and the internal like interviews and the conversations and the, the one-on-one press junkets are going to crank up these elements because that's what the news cycle wants. The SJW and the wokeisms are there. They are uh, the, the, the advertising baked into the dough of the movie and usually these elements are not there they completely disappear now this doesn't bypass bad storytelling bad decision making bad filmmaking it doesn't bypass those things but in all it's going to be there so as you as an audience member your responsibility is to receive the movie is to receive the movie Okay, it isn't to jump up on your high horse 
an act inflicted. Your job, even if it's you're doing what I'm doing, you're putting your opinions out there, or if you're doing it at home alone, your job is not to get on that high horse. It's not, okay? Because you're you're creating a, a, a miserable loop for yourself, and most likely, you're ignoring the powerful elements of the entertainment still being made today. And Black Widow deserves a lot of credit because they wedged it between movies. It's Everything in there is explained. The Taskmaster, I understand. I, I wanted the skull. I wanted him to be a jack dude. But all of those elements, they work and they pay off. And the action's there. The characters are there. The family element. The family, like plot for this movie that really bookends the movie it's it's there and it's fun and it's goofy and why the hell not why the hell not like i should get a um uh, like a, a a combustible um collection of elements in a comic book movie it should be serious and corny and funny and violent all at the same time they did solid work they had a through line. They had a, a, a single vision with this. And it doesn't matter if it's made by one person or by a studio. But if it's it's amazingly impressive by either method. So everyone, do not sell the Marvel Cinematic Universe short. Even going into Eternals. At this point, I'm reserving judgment on all of it. And I can recommend Black Widow. And I recommend... Watching it as as a, a sequel to Civil War. That's awesome. Do that. Everyone rocking and rolling. Thank you. Until next time.